something else today too, in addition to what is statistics. <laughs> um, so generally what we uh, talk about, or Prabhupada actually talked about talking about the, the um, uh, first of all just the idea of initiation and, and especially the, the, the vows that one takes. Because by the time people come and receive initiation, they've been practicing Krishna consciousness. Uh, but the idea of an initiation is, is that uh, in front of the Lord, in front of the sacred fire, in front of all the Vaishnavas, we make a commitment. And to make a commitment, to do something with a commitment, with a vow, makes it much more powerful. Uh, and uh, and so uh, this the practice that one does becomes more powerful and so that's Prabhupada throughout the system actually there are two, two levels of initiation first initiation into the holy name and actually you can chant anyone can start chanting Hare Krishna there's no particular qualifications uh, it's not a secret mantra uh, uh, that's not spoken aloud it's given to everybody you know but then at a certain point you really want to become uh, become uh, uh, committed and, and to have the potency of one's activities increase therefore we have this initiation. Then there's second initiation, uh, the Brahminical initiation. And then you receive some mantras, but they're whispered in the ear. <laughs> they're not really public. Uh, and that, that's uh, Brahminical initiation. Then one can do ceremonies like, like this one, worship the deity on the altar, uh, and, and things like that. But, uh, so this is this is the uh, Harinam uh, uh, initiation, uh, and uh, so the the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra is very simple. Three words: Hare Krishna and Rama. And really, if that's all you can remember, that's enough. <laughs> uh, you can be saved just just by by that, uh, because Lord Chaitanya has made it very simple and very, very easy uh, 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 to do. In former times, uh, Brahmanas would have the whole Rig Veda memorized, you know. I, I met once an old Brahmana who not only could chant all the Rig Veda uh, mantras 
forward syllables by syllable, you can do it backwards syllable by syllable, taught that way as a child. You know, that was the level of proficiency that used to be demanded of people. Uh, so this is uh, Lord Chaitanya's mercy that, that it's very simple. So, uh, but the idea now with this commitment is one one has to chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra uh, with a vow, and and to chant a certain number uh, a day. Prabhupada stipulated sixteen uh, rounds on the on the beads every day, and then one should chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra while trying to give up offenses. Uh, if one, you can chant the Hare Krishna Mantra, but the potency is not really activated and, until one uh, uh, chants the Hare Krishna Mantra uh, while trying to give up offenses against the Holy Name. Because the, the Maha Mantra kind of uh, has three manifestations. Uh, nam Aparat, Nam Avasa, and Shudanam. Now, Maharaj means you're chanting and committing offenses. And uh, the statement is that if you're chanting and committing offenses and not trying to do anything about it, the potency is very limited. Sometimes there's one statement that no better than letters in the alphabet. A little bit better, but... Uh, well, actually, it's a fact. If, if somebody ignorantly says Hare Krishna... And, and doesn't know what they're doing, even that person's committing so many simple activities because he didn't say Hare Krishna and others and be able to go on sitting. That's not, that's not actually offensive. That's, that's not my boss. See, there's, there's a Namaparada, offensive. Abasa means. Uh, the, the word abasa in Sanskrit means the projection of light into darkness. The, the pure name is like the sun, but the, 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 the rays, the dawning rays of the name, or the reflection of the name is called nam abasa. And nam abasa, near nam abasa, can give one liberation. So, the example is given that, 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 that when, a, uh, when a Muslim would be gored by a pig and say, haram, haram, you know, unclean, unclean, he's saying the name Rama and actually gets liberated. Uh, uh, because Ram is there, you know, haram. <laughs> so that, that's, that so it says, because it's ignorant, because he didn't do it, then order to you know, go on sitting or whatever. Uh, so that, that's that's not abasa, and then the shudanam gives love. The pure name gives love of God. So when now when one begins to, to, to make this commitment, the commitment is is to chant while trying to give up offenses. So we have a list of offenses, and that's what uh, Prabhupada wanted us to talk about when people receive initiation was this thing. And somehow in the tradition there's ten offenses against the holy man. 
And in the way we usually say them in the temple room every day when the, the temple devotees say them, they say the ten offenses and they say then at the end, it's also an offense to be inattentive while chanting. That sounds like 11 offenses. Uh, and uh, so I checked it out. How did we end up? <laughs> and the thing is, the, the list of offenses comes uh, from uh, uh, in uh, from the Padma Purana. And of course, as it is, in fact, I got them here. As they're given in the in the in the in the Padma Purana. Um, uh, as they're given in the Padma Purana, they're not numbered. It's just verses run together. So when you want to make a list, there's just different ways of numbering. So the, the list of ten offenses uh, that, that we usually give, that, 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 that Prabhupada gives and, and that you find in the Nectar of Devotion, uh, uh, the, the five, uh, five and six to, uh, five is to consider the glories of chanting Hare Krishna as imagination. They're just pious exaggeration. It's not really that. Or, uh, or then uh, to give some interpretation on the holy name. Uh, uh, some reason it really works because uh, it, it does uh, make you concentrate or uh, uh, like that. You know, give, uh, yeah, some some weird explanation. Um, those are just two words, basically those two offenses in the Sanskrit are a couple of words next to each other. So then when Bhaktivinotakur writes them, those two become one offense. And then the ninth offense is, is another short word in the list, apipramadaha, inattentiveness while chanting. And he lists the ninth offense, and he combined the fifth and sixth. So that's why it works that way. In case anyone has any doubts <laughs> about where this comes from, and I, I want to say this today. So, so uh, 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 Prabhupada's list from the Nectar of Devotion. Uh, the ten offenses are to blaspheme the devotees who have dedicated their lives to the propagation of the holy name, or just to blaspheme or criticize Vaishnavas. Uh, uh, so, so the, the Vaishnavas devotees are the servants of the holy name, and the holy name takes offense when the servants are offended. Uh, and, and so one has to be very careful. It's, if you commit Vaishnava Aparad, it's not just Vaishnava Aparad, it's also uh, 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 offense to the, uh, to the name of the Lord. And, and when Prabhupada spells it out, he said, dedicated their lives to propagation, especially those devotees who are very serious servants, they have to be considered. Uh, to consider the second offense, the names of uh, devas like Shiva, Brahma, to be equal to, or to be independent of, the name of Lord Vishnu. Uh, uh, the, the other devas, other living beings, uh, they are all, every, all dependent on, 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 on Krishna. They aren't the same as Krishna. Uh, Krishna turns out the whole universe has an administration. There's actually 330 million devas, by the way. 
It's a big administration. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I once asked about that for several years in Philadelphia that the Christian is all powerful. Uh, why does he need so many demigods to run the universe? And Prabhupada looked at me and he says, you don't know how to run a universe. Which is true. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, so, so, so they're all servants of uh, Krishna. They're not, not equal to him. Uh, because some people have said it doesn't matter what name you chant. It's something else that does it, you know. Uh, and third is uh, the, in Sanskrit it's Guru Avashna. Uh Prabhupada calls it to disobey the orders of the spiritual master uh, but you know Thakur to uh, uh, disobey or disrespect the Guru the Guru is a, a, a representative of Krishna for the disciple and, and again uh, those people uh, who, who, who take on that service for Krishna uh, and take on that responsibility and also sometimes take sinful reactions uh, uh, of, of disciples. But those people uh, should be respected. But this, one needs not just the instructions of the spiritual master, the teacher, but the blessings of the teacher. Even in an ordinary academic you know, a situation, if you have a teacher that's good, and, and, and you appreciate that teacher a lot, and, and you, you, you do something to show that appreciation. Often, without their even, they tell you more than they tell other students. It just comes out because they, oh, here's somebody who really is eager to learn, appreciates what I'm doing, and the student learns more than the person who just dutifully, you know, answers the exam questions. Uh, so that, that even in ordinary circumstances, teachers. If they're treated properly, uh, end up uh, spontaneously being more merciful <laughs> to their students. <laughs> this, is a, this is a universal phenomenon in pedagogy. Um, in the uh, fourth offense, Prabhupada uh, 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 spells it out to blaspheme the Vedic literature or literatures in pursuance of the Vedic version. Uh, uh, to disrespect scriptural authority. Uh, that's another uh, way of uh, saying uh, the same things. Uh, the, the, the Vedas are actually uh, the, 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 the operating manual for the universe. Uh, and it's really true. First, you accept it on faith, like you do any process of knowledge begins in faith. You sit in a classroom and you've never seen that person before, but you believe everything they say. That's faith. It's not like just us, you know. Because sometimes they say like that, yeah, you and the Hare Krishnas, you, you have faith, but we here in the uh, scientific community or academic we have knowledge. No, they, they also have faith, believe me. You go to any mundane or materialistic uh, system of knowledge and you find out there are certain propositions that are accepted on faith. And a few people worry about that. A few. Nobody else thinks it. It works, we use it. And, and that's all. That. And then they have revolutions every so often when they find out 
it doesn't work here. And then they have to start all over again. So we also have faith. Now, uh, the Vedic literature describes a, a universe, the Bhagavatam, for example, that, that we don't see. It really is not how we see it. But it's the way the Davids see it. And by the way, why are there so many Davids? Because they are like the nervous system of the universe. Because the, according to the Bhagavatam, the universe is a living organism. The cosmic organism. And by the way, there have been philosophers who have thought that, independently of that. But they, they, they run the universe. And there are many, many dimensions to the universe that we can't see. Even modern material science shows you so many things that you nobody sees, but they work. Well, this is something else that works. And so uh, the Vedic literature described this, this thing. Uh, and the our process of Krishna consciousness is a process of knowledge. Uh, the, the four regular principles that the devotees vow to follow, the, we f- may think of them conventionally as moral principles. Another, you know, here's knowledge and here's right action. Morality, we separate these things out. Uh, and we think of them as just moral principles. Uh, you do good, you go to religion. You, know, you do good, you go to heaven. You do bad, you go to hell. You suffer, you prosper. Uh, as, that's the idea of morality. But these are actually principles of knowledge. The, the principles of Krishna consciousness purify the consciousness. And as the consciousness becomes purified, you start to see things. You become aware of things. I remember at a certain point of my uh, 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 career in Krishna consciousness, I realized that I was absolutely convinced that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And because I had also been academically trained and taught to be critically self-conscious about everything, I said, what right do I have to be convinced? Yeah, maybe true, could be, you know, probably, maybe there's a God, but I was absolutely convinced. And I, you know, why do I have that? Conviction, or do I have any right to it? You know, I mean, I was kind of scared, and I couldn't talk to most devotees about it. But uh, a disciple of mine, Sharanagati, uh, now uh, uh, left us. She was older than I was, uh, but she had a PhD in philosophy, you know, from, from Bryn Mawr. And so I, I went to see her and I talked to her about this. And she, I, you know, she said, well, yeah, it's great. That's a gift, you know, that you had convinced like that, you know. So, uh, and she reassured me, yeah, you know. That, 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 that. And she said there's some distinction between certainty and certitude that some Catholics make or something like that. So that helped a little bit. But then the way I, I, I thought of it some more uh, it, it is, is that... One, one aspect of Krishna is that he's the super self, right? I mean, the, the Atma is the self. But Atma, we spell it in English, the capital A is God, the self of the self. So 
Yourself is known by consciousness. Can you doubt your own existence? No. Because who's doubting? You can't. You can't doubt your own existence as a, as a conscious being. That's certitude. But Krishna is the self of the self. So when you start to actually know Krishna, you know God, you know that with the same way you know yourself. This is there. There's two of you in this body. And this, by the way, you're not the body, you're not the mind. You're the soul. Consciousness is the, comes from the, the, the spirit soul. And that, when that consciousness becomes clarified, then you start to not only see yourself as a spiritual being, it's not the body, it's not the mind, but also in relationship to the uh, super-self. That super-self uh, is there in you giving direction, showing you what to do, giving you guidance. In the beginning we can't uh, follow, we can't, we can't not clarify, so therefore the spiritual master is there to represent that person, and then those same instructions come from inside. And Krishna says this very clearly in the Bhagavad Gita in what is really first year Sanskrit. Very simple Sanskrit. Uh, I'm sitting in everyone's heart. From me comes remembrance, knowledge, and forgetfulness. When the devotees are trying to understand me, I give them the Dhamma, Buddha, Yoga, come, I give them the intelligence, by which, the direction by which they can come to me dwelling in their hearts with the shining lamp of knowledge I destroy the darkness more than dangerous all this is true he does it and then you can start to see him working he's there if, if you turn away from Krishna he's hands off you turn toward him he's hands on we really want that hands on from Krishna and so this happens by his arrangement. Anyway, any one of these you could stop on for hours. So, 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 so this is the, the Vedic literature. And there are many important discoveries, even about this material world, uh, to understand by Krishna consciousness. Because the definition of, of Brahman, that from which everything comes, is also that which being known, all other things become known. So that's another way. You go to Brahman, you go to Krishna, and then you come back and you see the world again. It's not the same world you left. And we'll see that. I don't know if we'll get anything patentable out of it, but <laughs> it's a uh, It'll certainly guide us through this material world. And Prabhupada wanted to use it, you know. I mean, there's a whole political program in the Bhagavatam. And he really, uh, he was asked by reporters in an airport. I was standing next to him. The reporter said, why have you come to the West? He said, without pausing a moment, I've come to give you a brain. <laughs> he said, your society is headless. So that's what we've given that opportunity to become the brave. So then the other offense, uh, 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 to consider the glories of chanting Hare Krishna to be imagination. Uh, 
Prabhupada says, to interpret the meaning of the name and to think that the glories of the name are imagination. Uh, and and, uh, and then Prabhupada lists to give some interpretation on the holy name. Uh, 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 this is uh, uh, two different offenses in, in, in Prabhupada's list. Uh, to interpret the meaning of the name, to think they're imaginary, well, this is one, one thing. And Prabhupada says, to consider the glories of chanting Hare Krishna's imagination, or to give some interpretation uh, uh, of the holy name, to imagine some uh, way of words. Then the next offense is uh, commit sinful activities uh, on the strength of chanting the holy name. Uh, that I can go to Vietnam and got the Hare Krishna mantra, it doesn't matter so much. Uh, we've already discussed that a little bit. Uh, to th- uh, consider the names as uh, like a karma kanda, as pious ritualistic activity, uh, like one of those uh, uh, kind of things, as a fruit of activity, karma kanda, that people do. Uh, 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 that's not to be done. Uh, to instruct a, a faithless person about the glories of the holy name or or to consider uh, or to uh, uh, yeah to, th- this is uh, uh, people uh, of course when you speak in an open thing you don't know that everybody is faithful or not but act- actually uh in the Bible, uh, Jesus says, I mean, "Should not cast your pearls before pigs, or give what is holy to dogs." So you have to, have to at least have some preliminary interest there. Bhaktivedanta uh, uh, calls it, "Give the name to the unfaithful who are not ready to accept." When he says give the name, it all sounds like he's talking about initiation. Uh, if you just want a whole lot of disciples and you start, you know, doing that kind of thing, that's uh, also an offense to the holy name. Uh, then, uh, 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 the tenth offense. Uh, uh, to not have complete faith in the chanting of the holy names and to maintain material attachments even after understanding so many instructions on this matter. Um, uh, it, it doesn't mean uh, we have material attachments. The point is maintaining material attachments. If I have material attachments, I should frankly acknowledge them and chant, please help me become free from this. Because uh, uh, maintaining material attachments, I, that means I think I need something more than what Krishna can give me to be happy. You know, I need money. I was once explaining this to a devotee who said to me, but I don't want to be poor like you. (laughs) (laughs) 
But I'm fine. You know, I have everything I need, and I don't have any money. So that's turns out you don't need it. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, and so then this uh, the, the, this offense of inattentive. Uh, now, Bhakti, I, I, I have my run over time already, because we have to have a hard day. So, uh, this, this, is, this is called, this offense is just called apikramadaha, one word, you know, pramadaha. Uh, and the meaning of, uh, well, here I'm going to read what Bhakti Manotakur says about this word pramada, pramadaha. Uh, and by the way, uh, when Bhaktivedanta Thakur gives these instructions about the holy name, he is depicting Haridas Thakur speaking about the holy name for Lord Chaitanya, which is very far out. Like he's a fly on the wall and heard the whole conversation. But anyway, so here in the Harinam Jintamani, uh, Haridas spoke to Sanatana Goswami and Puri and to Gopal Bhatta when you travel in South India, this is he's talking to Mahaprabhu. You taught the importance of performing once chanting without inattention. Inattention is counted as one of the aparadas, offense. Even, then he says here, and this is what's really important, even if one successfully overcomes all other offenses in chanting, and one is chanting continuously, love of God may not come. One should know the reason for this is that one is committing the offense known as pramada or inattention. This offense will block, block progress to prema. Pramada means madness. Also, that's another meaning of inattention. Sometimes, at least in English, if someone was insane, they would something he's distracted. And Hamlet, I'm distracted. All my distracted mind can't, can't focus on anything. So, so it says, uh, pramada may mean madness, but here the meaning is inattention or carelessness. It is from this offense that all other offenses spring. So that's an important point. In other words, to, this is, that means that if one wants to become free from the other offenses, one has to be attending to this one. And the most opportune time to do it is while well, chanting one's japa. You can chant the holy name and your mind can go anywhere. I once had one of my professors when I was still a graduate student and a devotee come to the temple and he was chanting very happily in, in Kirtan. And I said to him afterward, oh, Professor Burke, how did you like to chant it? And I saw him. He says, it was great. I had so many good ideas. <laughs> so that's what... <laughs> You may get good ideas. If you really get a good idea, write it down and go back. <laughs> so, uh, so, 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 this is why you chant. The mind wanders. When you notice it wanders, bring it back. When it wanders, you bring it back. Sometimes you, you know you you have good days and bad days. But whatever you do, you try, as long as you're trying to pay attention. 
with greater degree less of success, but you're trying. Uh, you're showing Krishna that you're interested in a relationship. It's quite personal and maybe kind of mechanical, but actually, from Krishna's point of view, you're telling him you want a relationship. And here's Krishna's weakness. He responds to devotees. Uh, and, 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 and so he'll respond. And just by trying to pay attention, uh, that you're chanting on the clearing stage. And you'll make advancement. The uh, dirty things will disappear. Haridas uh, Thakur compares this to the, 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 uh, the uh, yes, Haridas Thakur in the, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, where he says that it's like uh, this Namabasa, uh, uh, this dawning light of the holy name. He compares it to the, the, the early morning twilight, that it makes the forest safe. Just, just this dawning twilight makes the forest safe. Uh, so similarly he says this namabasa, the dawning light of the holy name, uh, destroys all sinful reactions and brings one to the platform of liberation. The pure name gives love of Krishna. So he describes that, that it, the, the, the forest becomes safe in the morning twilight. Uh, he mentions wild animals. They go back to their dens and lairs. He, 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 he mentions the thieves and the robbers go back to their hideouts. And, and the Bhutas, Pratas, Pristatsalas, the ghosts, the hobgoblins, uh, they, they go back to wherever they go. We know Dracula has to go back to his uh, uh, coffin. Uh, so, so this is why, so the same way, this dawning light of the holy name. So this is within our power to concentrate our mind, uh, to, to, when the mind wanders, to bring it back. Uh, it'll come back more and more easily if we practice like that. And then pretty soon the uh, uh, pure name will be there and we'll see transformations begin to happen. We'll start to see uh, things that help your advancement in Krishna conscious happens outside the world without your control. You can know that Krishna is really working to help you out and, and that increases your faith. So this is how uh, we uh, should very conscientiously uh, be devoted to the process of Krishna consciousness and, and to, to Lord Chaitanya and take advantage of this opportunity that here today because there were some people who took the order of Lord, desire of Lord Chaitanya very seriously and uh, fulfilled the idea that one day these names would be chanted all over the world and Prabhupada came uh, for us and, 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 and did this and because of his commitment to the order of his spiritual master we are here today Okay. So here, uh, 
you can come up here and stay basis a day do you vow to chant on these beats? Sixteen. Sixteen rounds a day. Try to do them in ten. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and uh, what are the four regular principles to promise to follow? No mediating, no intoxication, no illicit sex, no gambling. Very good. Okay. So I'm going to, these are the beats that I've uh, I, I chanted on and for you. And uh, your name is Ekanta Bhakti Devi Dasi. It means, uh, uh, well, there's a couple of meanings for Ekanta Bhakti. Prabhupada, uh, or we use, often use it in terms of a pure devotion or single-minded devotion. But I looked up Ekanta in the Sanskrit dictionary, and it also means monotheist, <laughs> being devoted to one God. So I thought you'd appreciate that. Here's a little, here's a little write-up on your name. <laughs> okay.